Welcome to Reinventing Professionals, a podcast hosted by industry analyst Ari Kaplan, which shares ideas, guidance, and perspectives from market leaders shaping the next generation of legal and professional services. This is Ari Kaplan, and I'm speaking today with Daniel Porras, the Chief Commercial Officer at Legatix, a legal transaction management platform. Hi, Daniel. How are you? Hi, Ari. I'm great. Thank you. Can you tell us about your background and your role at Legatix? My background, common to a few in the legal technology space, I was a former corporate M&A lawyer. So I practiced for about six years, initially in New Zealand and then in Australia. And for me, what led me to legal tech was the frustrations with some of what I experienced in my day-to-day practice. And it's funny, if I think of an example, like right back early on, one of the first deals that I worked on was the big Pfizer demerger, where they separated out their animal health business, which ultimately listed as Zoitus on the New York Stock Exchange. And it's these types of deals that sounded so amazing on your CV to be working on, but the realities of what I was doing day to day, what I was really doing was spending sometimes 16 hours a day compiling other people's contract summaries into what was called Annex H in the back of a big due diligence report. And it just blew my mind early on at how inefficient so many of the legal processes were. And at that time, I was sort of seeing how all these other industries were being disrupted by technology and was really inspired by that and wanted to be a part of it. So my journey to legal tech was that ultimately I moved to the UK to do my MBA at at Cambridge Judge Business School at Cambridge University. And it was towards the end of my degree that I, in the course of meeting a number of founders and CEOs of legal technology companies, I I met Anthony Seal, who had founded Legatix. And Anthony's background was actually rooted in, in physical geography, and he had a master's in satellite data processing, but he'd trained as a lawyer at one of the magic circle firms here in, in the UK. And he had faced a lot of the similar frustrations that I had doing large-scale project financing work. And Anthony, similar to my frustrations, had had felt there's got to be a better way to do this. And he'd actually gone away and he designed Legatix around the pain point that he had experienced when managing a specific pain point within banking and finance transactions, which is managing the conditions precedent process. And when Anthony showed me what he'd created, this was back in 2016, 2017, it immediately spoke to the pain points that I had felt as a corporate lawyer. And I could really see this opportunity for for broader legal transaction management platform. So I partnered with with Anthony and really my role at Legatix has been supporting on the go-to-market side. So I am currently the chief commercial officer and I oversee the sales, marketing and and existing business teams. So we split that in Legatix between customer success aspect and something that we call engagement. Uh, And then I also sit on the board and have led on, on driving our two most recent fundraising rounds. Um, So just maybe to give a very quick background, you mentioned we're a transaction management platform, but Legatix uh, enables law firms to collaborate on and close their deals in an interactive online environment, which provides clarity, reduces time, uh, saves time and reduces risk. What transaction management challenges are legal teams addressing today? I think the reality is there are many factors, but the main ones for me, there's a fee pressure component a client pressure component and employee pressure. And if we think about the fee pressure side of things, it's not so much the case in North America, in my experience, where it seems that clients are still to a degree willing to accept that 
law firms will provide an estimate for their fees, but ultimately might bust those fee estimates. But a trend that has been accelerating outside of North America is this increased prevalence of capped fee and fixed fee billing arrangements. And to the extent that this is accelerating, it's actually really making it challenging for certain types of legal work to even be commercially viable for certain teams. And this has really provided a bit of the burning platform for the need of of software like ours, where you really need to start thinking about efficiency savings, where reducing write-offs can really make a difference between whether certain types of transactions are, are commercially viable or whether they're not. The Second factor is around the the client pressure, and we are seeing this accelerating as well. We've seen that there's more pressure from clients to use technology on their deals and to look for opportunities to use technology. And it's not just a tick box exercise, as it may have been earlier. I know in practice, sometimes we'd get tenders when I was working in New Zealand, and it would be a bit of a tick box to say how certain types of technology that you're using What we are finding now is that sometimes in tendering process, it's not just saying what technology are you using, but it's also what are the efficiency savings and how are you passing those on to us as the client. There's sometimes for um, panel appointments for law firms, we're hearing that it's much more competitive. And a part of that is also, uh, you know, about efficiency of process and technology coming into that as well. And we've seen the sort of rise of, of, of legal ops um, and how, you know, the pressure on the, um, the GCs to really provide, they are a cost center within the organization and how can they be more efficient and how can they drive the costs down? We're definitely seeing that. And, Sometimes for us, it just purely comes down to the number of times we've had a law firm that's coming to us and actually saying, our client has just told us that they used Legatics on the last transaction that they ran with with another firm and, and we've got a deal coming up and they've asked for you by name. And that kind of pressure is really driving the change. So the client pressure is real. The third one that I mentioned was employee pressure. And something that we're seeing is that the next generation of lawyers that are coming through they are a different breed. They're not willing to put up with the status quo like um, I feel people of my generation that went through the law firms and the generations that passed. They're much more tech savvy. They do expect more from their workplace and they really want more of a work-life balance as well. And they're not willing to put up with um, you know, inefficiencies and just doing the mundane work. They want to be able to accelerate their careers faster. And they're actually willing to to leave and to find, you know, other law firms uh, or other environments where they're going to get that work-life balance, where they're going to be happy and get the satisfaction out of their work. So we're really seeing that as as being a big challenge um, that that legal teams are, are, are facing when it comes to the way in which they work and the way in which you know transactions are managed internally. If I had to say a fourth, I do think that the post-pandemic, in particular. The more digital way in which we're all working is also a factor which is, is driving the demand for better, more effective ways of actually managing transactions online as opposed to the very manual and, and physical way in which they were done historically. What can legal professionals do to accelerate change and who can drive that shift? Yes, I think there are a number of things that can happen here. So part of it's just inherent in the incentive structures within firms. So I really do think that law firm management can really think about what structure systems can be put in place to incentivize lawyers to spend time on 
certain initiatives that would otherwise just be seen as a non-billable task that would be deprioritized. So we've seen some quite effective initiatives within some of the law firm uh, law firms who who we deal with, where they do effectively count certain time as discounting some of their billable targets to focus on things like learning new tech, um, helping with some of the the trainings or improving on processes relating to new tech initiatives that are that are coming in. Another major one is around champions and and role modeling within organizations. So again, largely this rests with the senior leadership within the organizations. And this is really finding those senior leaders who are willing to put their hands up and really champion new products that are coming in, new ways of working. And by doing that, can that can really empower the junior lawyers to recognize that this is something that is seen as important by the leadership, by the firm as a whole, and to drive change. I've seen some of the most impactful trainings that we've run uh, from a legatic side within organizations where we do have a partner champion who attends that training, for example, and will stand up at the beginning and say, this is a great new piece of technology that we have. We really want you to go and identify opportunities to use it on upcoming transactions. And the impact that that has to really drive meaningful change is, is quite significant. And maybe a final one to think about is involving, I think there's an opportunity to involve clients in the discussion. You know, quite often the, the clients are dealing with challenges as well, and they want to talk about how to navigate the changing environment, how technology comes in and, and sort of plays a role in that. And it can be done effectively. We've seen a few of our law firm customers do this in a really effective way, and it can even lead to generating new business opportunities. So those are some of the ways to really accelerate change and a bit of a sense of who could drive it. How do you see legal transaction management evolving? So it's been really interesting to see how it's evolved just over the last five or six years. And the evolution really has been from a pain point, sort of a point solution to more end-to-end transaction management. So in our case, we started more focused around the banking and finance pain points on the large-scale transactions doing conditions precedent. Some other products in the space focused more on some of the frustrations and pain points around managing signature page collation. And there's been this evolution where the products have evolved to being these more end-to-end solutions. The other evolution that we've seen is this move from these products being nice-to-haves to being must-haves. And there's really no doubt in my mind, you know, there wasn't at the beginning and even more so it's validated from what I've seen over the last few years that all legal transactions will ultimately be run via a transaction management platform. And I believe this will happen in the same way as what I witnessed firsthand when I was practicing law in terms of the full move online from physical data rooms to virtual data rooms. I started practice at the time when most were moving online, but we still had the odd physical data room where we'd go and we'd have to review the documents as part of due diligence. And that just you couldn't imagine now really going back and and doing that. It would very much be the exception to the rule these days. So I do feel we're getting close to this tipping point of where it will all move online. And there are some of the early adopters who have been working with for several years now, and they've really seen the benefits and they've seen how it can be a real source of competitive advantage. And for some of the others, they're just waking up to it now and realizing that to a degree, they're having to play catch up a little bit and ensuring that they're not left behind. And it's been interesting to see this evolution where, in terms of it moving towards a must-have, where there now very much is line items within certainly the large law firm budgets for legal transaction management. In terms of the continued evolution, we see this opportunity beyond, it's evolved from these point solutions to now what's broader, 
legal transaction management, so where it's becoming more business as usual within um, you know different practice areas within the organizations from a transactional perspective, but to an opportunity to go beyond just legal transaction management. And there's an opportunity to go really to broader legal process and legal project management. So if you really break it down, when lawyers run their legal matters, a lot of the project management that happens tends to involve still using Microsoft Word to do much of the work that they do and much of the project management. And really what Legatics does in its essence is enables you to turn those word checklists into digital lists. So there's this opportunity. We see that there's going to be this continued evolution from broader transaction management to broader transaction management. And the benefits are similar. Ultimately, there's the benefit of it all being online. So everything's always accessible and it's always up to date. It's not a static Word document that's being circulated back and forth between parties. And it's a central store of truth, somewhere that everyone, that different counterparties to a transaction can come to and find everything in, in one place. So that's what we're really seeing and believe in terms of the evolution of legal transaction management. This is Ari Kaplan speaking with Daniel Porras, the Chief Commercial Officer at Legatics, a legal transaction management platform. Daniel, thanks so much. Thanks, Ari. Been a pleasure. Thank you for listening to the Reinventing Professionals podcast. Visit ReinventingProfessionals.com or AriKaplanAdvisors.com to learn more.